Hello and welcome to the Rivals podcast. We're back for the big one, the second of the season, and it can only get better if you're a Spurs fan like me. Hello, Cambridge. How are you? Hello. Yeah, I am. I'm brilliant as usual this season. Yes. I mean, 2022 slash 23. Um, I've been brilliant pretty much every episode. I think I can't remember. I, I think yeah. there was only one that I haven't been brilliant in, and that was when I was an England fan. So yeah, it's been pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah, good, good for you, good for you. But as I say, you know, the podcast we talk about every game week on the podcast. Of course, we do. We talk about the World Cup, but really, the one that matters. Two games a year, the North London derby. We've had one. We were awful. Real got sent off. That's a positive. But we were awful. And it's the second one. It's a big one. We'll talk about it in a bit. But I'm terrified. Anyway, we've we've both played in the FA Cup since we last recorded. We both won. We both played lower league opposition. No problems, really. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it was... I think we entered half-time 0-0. We played Oxford United. Um, I... We played a scarily strong team, to be honest. I, I d- Your front line was like full strength, wasn't it? It was, it was pretty much full strength. Um, I think there was only a, f- a couple of things, a couple of players that we missed out. But um, but yeah, I was, you know, I've, I've spoken about this in the past. Like, I'd rather us just give up those competitions now. I'd rather us give up kind of FA Cup. I know it's a massive, a massive trophy in England, but I'd rather of us, you know, gave that up. Man City are now. Are they out? Do they lose? Uh, sure. No. Maybe well, well, yeah, they were in trouble for a bit. Um, but even even so, I like they need. We need kind of that. We need a bit of breathing room because we haven't got the talent that Man City have. That's yeah. that's the bottom line. And unfortunately, we are not the favourites. I still wouldn't say. Oh, do me a favour. You're not, how many man. points clear and you say you're not favourites at this point of the favorite. season? We're only five points clear. Yeah. Are you mad? We're five points clear. Yeah, but see, we're... you've got a game in hand, don't they? Don't think so. We're five points We're five points clear. Let me see. Yeah, more than that. I'm checking sure you are. right now. No, we're on the same games and we're five yeah. points clear. Okay. Either way, that's... No way. Just... Five points Dan, in the second we were, half of the season is huge. Dan, if we were 10 points clear, if we were 10 points clear at this point in the season, where we're, we've just re- we're just reaching halfway, we're just reaching halfway. If we were 10 points clear, I'd still be a bit skeptical. But the fact that we are five points clear, which is, which is two games, we have to lose two games, Man City win two games. They're they're home and away pretty much because we're not catching them whilst with them and when they take the lead, but yeah. and we we do have a much harder second half of the season. Man City have had a couple games in their first half against bigger clubs. We've been very lucky in the first half of the season in the fact that we haven't played City yet, and we've only played I think you, which isn't a big game. Chelsea, which which isn't a big game. <laughs> it turns yeah, we'll, out we'll speak about Chelsea in a bit. Chelsea's not a big game anymore, and uh, and Man U, who we lost to. So, like, you know, in terms of playing big teams and winning big games, we've only done that three times. So I'm still very skeptical um, as to how the rest of the season's going to go. But we are looking pretty damn good. Sadly, uh, we still got to play City twice as well. We both had City fixtures cancelled for various reasons, um, so we've still got to play them twice as well. We play them twice in the space of about two weeks very soon. We have U City, Fulham City, 
um, which is a horrible run we've of fixtures. You've got a horrible stretch of games coming we, up. We do. It's awful. Um, and then City again, and then Leicester. So, you know, nice ending. Um, but, but I mean, and I was saying this on the podcast the other day. I was like, I don't know if I want to win the City games. But then I thought about it, and I was like, do you know what? Yeah, I don't care. We've got to put, but I've got to put Spurs first. Like, at the end of the day, if we beat you... This is in a dream world. If we beat you, we beat City twice, and then City then beat you twice. Like, we're straight back in suddenly this three-way hunt. Like, you never know. It's the Prem. Anything could happen. Who would have thought Fulham would be in the Europa League spots at this point in the season? <laughs> it's it's quite scary, that the fact that... I mean, they have, they have two games in hand uh, over Man City. But even so, it is Fulham. And they are only eight points behind. <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. But obviously that game was tonight, Fulham and Chelsea. That has just finished. So we'll speak about it quickly. Zhao Felix made his Chelsea debut. I think he played quite well until he decided to turn into Wreck-It Ralph and just charge into a stupid challenge. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it sums up Chelsea, I think, a little bit. I think it sums up the kind of state they're in. Um the players, I don't think, believe in the club. Obviously, they don't believe in... I don't think they, they work with Potter's system. I don't think the owner has a bloody clue what's going on or what he's doing. I think he's just come in and slung his money about and that's mm. it. Um, yeah, I think I think we're really starting to see now. I mean, we saw it, you know, getting rid of, getting rid of their manager, who they had before. You know, someone of that pedigree. Yeah, but they're now starting to really hurt from it, which I think they deserve. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, there's no other way of putting it. Um, a quick thing I want to talk about very quickly in the FA Cup wise, there were relatively few upsets. Wrexham beat Coventry and stuff, but Wednesday beating Newcastle is is huge given the run Newcastle are on at the moment. They're in the Carabao Cup semi final. <laughs> Paddy Power put out twi- quite a good tweet that said, this is the most impressive Wednesday since Craig David met a girl on Monday and took her for a drink on Tuesday, which just <laughs> cracked me up because great song, but just made me laugh. I um, um, yeah. I actually spoke, I spoke to a mate. I mentioned him quite a bit. Um, he's a, he's a Newcastle fan. Um, and he said to me that even in the position that he felt that me, you know, me being an Arsenal fan and him being a Newcastle fan are in very similar uh, mindsets when it comes to cups, uh, stuff like the Carabao Cup and the FA mm-hmm. Cup and stuff like that. Um, in the fact that he doesn't mind going out of the FA Cup because of the position that he's in or that, that his team's in in the Premier League right now, because it means you know less tired legs. And that is that is what counts in the Premier League. You know, the less games you're playing elsewhere, the more you can focus on Premier League games. So the fact that you know, Man City, it's gonna be it's gonna be Champions League time soon. You know, they're gonna have to put a lot of, a lot of effort into that. Hopefully, that slows them down a little bit. Mm. Um, but obviously, we've got Europa. Probably don't have to work as hard in Europa. <laughs> not gonna lie. But um, but yeah, I think we're in a very similar mindset in the fact that if if we went out. In the next round of the FA Cup, I wouldn't really care. I I do I get that for Arsenal because like you you're not going to be in this position that you're in this season again. You you've kind of done in a sense what Leicester did, but they peaked at exactly the time that the other big teams were really struggling for some reason, and that's what you've done this season. Fair play, but United the Newcastle United, not Manchester United, they don't have Europe. They I don't know, like they're not. 
competing for the Prem, you might as well go on a cup run. I know they've got the Carabao Cup, but no one's that bothered about the Carabao Cup unless you win it, really, are they? It's like the FA Cup matters. The Carabao Cup's less significant. It's a, it's a, it's a trophy I could see Spurs winning. Well, we're out. Well, in the future, because oh. it's kind of like a trophy that no one really cares about. So it's 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 a trophy for you. Probably. You're really funny. Um, the FA Cup this season is a big chance for Spurs because uh, Chelsea are gone. One of you or City will be gone in the next round. That's a vile draw for you, by the way. Um, so it's a chance, and we have to take it. And Portsmouth is easy to look at and say we beat them one 0 We're stuffed, but we were in complete cruise control of that game we i was there it was boring like we didn't yeah. get out of first gear really yeah um to the point where davids and sanchez looked like the best central defender in the world we were that comfortable <laughs> so you know christ um but yeah i mean they're, they're all side events aren't they let's be real compared to the north london derby this weekend it's 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 huge it is huge. Game, i think it's the biggest game in premier league football and i'm not you know i'm, I'm not biased but it is <laughs> You are biased, but I think you're right. No, no I'm not. It's this or Manchester, or maybe Merseyside. But even no, Merseyside, no one cares about those. No one cares about those. It's this game. It's I think the, London this is the one where the the teams are the closest to each other in terms of skill level. Like maybe Manchester this season, but like you look at the last like six, seven years. What? What? Did you just say we're in a similar skill level right now? Did you just, did you that just come out of your yeah. mouth? Look at the last like six seven years. United have been nowhere near City. Everton have been nowhere near Liverpool. Oh, okay. We've All been, right. I know what you're we've been like you're very very close. Okay. Okay. I think well, we finished this season. six of the last seven. So we're not we're not this season. No, this season you have been comfortably better than us. We're going to do, and I'm just going to be brutally honest in it. We're going to do a this season combined Spurs Arsenal eleven in a second. And I'm just going to be honest in it because it's not going to go well for me. But okay, I said I'd do it at the last derby, so we're going to do it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it is one that matters most to Spurs and Arsenal fans. It really does. It really does. It hurts the pain I felt after losing the one earlier in the season. Massive. But then the high you get after winning it is massive. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, it's it's a must win for both teams. It's not like, you know, it we're both really we're battling for, you know, sixth and seventh or fourth and fifth. We're at the top of the table and we need we need to win. So, um, so yeah, I think it will be much more difficult than it was at the Emirates. Okay. At the Emirates, at the Emirates, it was pretty plain and simple. Um, pretty much outclassed you for for 90 minutes. Yeah, I can't. Disagree. Um, but I think it's going to be a much tougher. Yeah. Much tougher job at uh, your place. I hope so. I hope so. We saw last season, like, I mean, you were just bullied at our place, the same as we were bullied at your place. Like, home advantage is massive in the derby, and hopefully the fans back it. But anyway, a quick combined 11. Now, it was pretty split between Spurs and Arsenal in the first derby of this season, because we were both very close. We were both doing well. It doesn't help that we have been plagued by injuries to a lot of our key players, so it's kind of hard to put them in. Um, what formation do you want to do? Three, four, three. Um, yeah, can do. Cool. Goal. Wait, this season. Well, Ramsdale. Y- yeah, this season. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> In terms of yeah, keeper pedigree, it's Loris. But this season, it's Ramsdale. Ramsdale. It's Ramsdale. Right. Uh, you've you've complained too much about Loris to even consider back three or four. Uh, ben White. 
Ben White definitely gets in. Um, Saliba definitely gets in. I'd say my entire back four. I wouldn't take a single person out of your back four. I wouldn't take a single one out of our back four except Romero. I'd put Romero in there. No. But, I, but it depends if we're playing a three or a four as to whether Ben White then goes in as well. I'd take, three, I'd take Saliba, Gabriel, Romero. If it's a four, Ben White gets in there as well. No, it, I mean, yeah. Are we are we playing a three or a four? I don't know. I kind of went out of the rules a bit. Either already. way, either way, I'm taking it's a full not, off the back line. It's not a technical thing. This is just theoretically. Okay. Well, either way, I'm taking a full Arsenal back line. So. I mean, I can't argue with it too much, but the season Romero has had, when you look at like he's won the World Cup and he has been our best defender comfortably, which isn't hard, but he has been phenomenal. It, he, I, I'd put him in there, but you know. Uh, midfield. I'd, I'll, I may as well go. Not a single Spurs midfielder is getting in it except Ben Sanker. He's getting in it. No one else is from our team. Okay, well, he's been good. He hasn't been better than Xhaka or Partey this season, which hurts me to say. But he's been on a poor run of form recently. But when Ben Tanker's played, he's been our most important player by a country mile. Are we playing a four-three-three? Is that what we're going for now? Yeah, we'll go with that now. Okay. Well, um, I can't. I can't put Ben Tanker over anyone. Not even Xhaka. And that's that's tough for me to even say. Because it, people that have listened to this podcast in the past know I have a bit of a thing against against Xhaka. But he has been pretty damn solid for us this year. So, yeah, I'm taking Partey, Odegaard and Xhaka. I mean, I can't I can't argue with it too much. But the, the I don't know. I mean, it's fair enough because you haven't watched Spurs as closely as I have. You don't know like what players create the most difference for us. But... Ben Tanker is our most important player by a mile. Um, but I do love Odegaard as well. Like, I wouldn't put him instead of Odegaard. I'd put him instead of Xhaka or Partey. I don't know who's been better at the two of them. Um, who has been better at the two of them? I'd probably... They've been about the same. They've been yeah. solid. I hate Thomas Partey. They've been him. solid. Thomas Partey, I mean, yeah... We'll look. We'll, I don't really like to look past what people have been up to off the pitch, but um, but uh, but he's been he's been solid, and so has Granite Xhaka. So um, so yeah, I'll leave it at that. I mean, you can they they kind of if one has a bad game, the other has a great game. If the other has a bad game, you know they just kind of switch. But it's um, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, the front line is a bit of an awkward one. Because not for me, it isn't. <laughs> no, but I want to. I want to like look at it in like two ways. I mean, Kane is in there. Like that's that's the non-negotiable. He probably won't be for you because you're stupid and hate him. But the season he's having is unbelievable. He's just being outdone on the scoring front by Haaland. But the season Kane is having is one of his best, if not his best to date. But Son's not in there. Son is a fantastic footballer. You love Son as well, but I he do. hasn't been in it this season. I do. Like he's not. Saka's had a brilliant season. Saka's in there. Do you know what? I would I would actually... Because if we're going to... Are we going to rule out Jesus because he's injured at the moment? Are we just going to rule we're him out? We're going to rule out Jesus because he'd play instead of Kane and he's not had a better season than Kane. No, but I would put him in in my team. But is he... Yeah. Over Kane? Over Kane, for sure. Oh. I hate Kane. But... Um, no, because he's been in in terms of where Arsenal were and where we are now, and the role, the the mo- the critical role that Jesus has played in getting us from 
where we were to where we are now means, you know, if if we go on and win this title, Jesus will be one of the biggest and best signings in Arsenal history. Because, mm. of, because of what he's done. Because of, I mean, you can't, I don't think you could ignore it. I mean, probably, actually, you know, I'll probably, I'll probably retract a little bit from that and just say Odegaard has taken a lot of that as well. But it's, um, but yeah. Oh, blind! What's happened with you? You're oh, whole setup falling apart. But um, but uh, do you know what? I'm going to do something a little bit radical. So I uh, because Jesus is injured at the moment, and I'm I'm going to put Harry Kane in my in my eleven. Well, you have to. It's not even radical. It is radical for me. A brain cell has just dropped into your brain. Finally, I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in. Um. Only, only slightly over in Ketia. Oh my! Just slightly, <laughs> just slightly over in Ketia, and then uh, Saka and Martinelli, obviously. I don't know. I I don't know what to say. What 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 can I say to that? You can agree because that's that's what the front three oh. is. I hate Arsenal, but I'm being fair in this. I'm being fair. In Kane in there. I put Kane in there. Yeah, but it's not even Ketia. Yeah. What do you mean? And Ketia's yeah. played like four games. He's in there. Kane's in. Oh, the reasoning's just so wrong, though. Uh, what do anyway, you mean? He's, he's in. He's I in struggle to put Kulisevsky in there because of how little game time he's had because of his injuries. When he's played, he's been phenomenal. But he's just missed so much of the season because he's been injured. I mean, I've I've got to say, I've, when I've watched, when I've watched Kuliseski, he's been brilliant. Um, yeah. And I was, I I would have put him in. You know, if this is another year, I would have definitely put Kuliseski in over the other two. But the fact that Martinelli and Saka are having the seasons they're having, you can't. Yeah. I mean, it's it's purely because of minutes on the pitch. Like we have been pretty crippled on that front this season, not quite as bad as Chelsea, but we have been crippled on the injury front, and he's come off of it quite badly. But the January business that they were Bentenko and Kulisevsky last season is just unbelievable, um, and I dread to think what we'd be like without them right now, because you know Richarlison's injured, Moore is injured, Moore is leaving at the end of the season. That's a new story that came out. I mean, he's not been great for us overall as a whole. He's done some bits, but. But he's just a Spurs legend, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's like nothing's taken that away. That Amsterdam night, yeah, that's it. That's that's his highlight, and I don't think that'll ever be taken from him. That'll be his highlight of his career. So, uh, and for a lot of Spurs fans, that will be the best moment they have ever had in their lives supporting Spurs. I mean, winning the League Cup's great, but it didn't have like that last minute winner moment that that game had and the comeback and everything. So. I will always love Lucas Moura for that. But it's probably right that he moves on because he is just a walking plaster at the moment. <laughs> um, but there's no other way of saying it. Like, you've been phenomenal. Were we to win this Starby, I will be staggered. I really will be amazed. You haven't looked like losing at all. Your defence has been so, so solid. That's the thing. We haven't. The only the only criticism I have, um, and I've been quite open about this, is that at times... Uh, and I don't know if it's probably it's probably an experience. Um, Saliba has looked 
iffy at times. Um, just but I, but I think that's purely an experience. So hopefully that will just be churned out. But um, but yeah, we've looked incredible, and it's yeah. Yeah. What you need to not do is a Rob Holding and go down to 10 within like half hour, 35 minutes or whatever it was, because you were just, you were stuffed after that. Yeah. We were yeah. already one up and he just killed you completely. Yeah. So hopefully we don't do that. The fact there is still a one in our loss column is absolutely just unreal to me. Yeah. We've lost a lot of games. We just don't draw very many. You've um, lost, lost 12. What? No, you haven't. That's the gold difference, Colin. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, you haven't. You've lost five. Yeah, lost we've five. lost... How many have we drawn? Like, two, three? Uh, you've you've drawn three. Yeah, just, yeah. we just don't draw, really. Um, but five losses, not good enough for a team that wants to be challenging at the top of the Premier League. Um, if we lose to you, you know, take the league, goodbye. Like, we can't, we cannot, you can afford to lose this. I know it's a must-win for both teams because it's North London derby. I'd say I it's mean, more yeah, than a must-win. I mean, win if, if we win this, it, it, it's big. It is big then. Um, I was just looking at some of our fixtures coming up because obviously we have, um, obviously you next, which is a massive game. And then we have our rematch against United. Oh, that's at home though, isn't it? Both of which... Ultimately, could maybe decide the title. United have found form. United have found form. They have found form. They have found really good form. But I don't want to gas them too much because they have played the worst teams in the league. So that's not... Have we played United yet? Oh, let's, lost. let's not give them too much credit. All right. Yeah, well, fair. Um, speaking they're of still, United... They're still the plague of football. All right. So let's not give them too much. I didn't say that. You said that. Uh, they are the other big game this weekend, though, the Manchester derby. Um, I don't think I'll be able to watch much of this. I think I'm out Saturday morning. Um, but it's the, only, it's the only time I'll support United, I think. It's a it's a big game. I, I need City to... I'm at the point where I'm actively rooting for City now, just to stop you. Because <sighs> if, if United win that, that is huge. But then win that and you beat us. But then, win. on the other side, on the other side of it, if United win and then go on to beat us as well, they're then in the title fight. <laughs> the next two, three weeks of football, the title fight could be wide open again. It really yeah. could. If results fall a certain way, it really could. Yeah, absolutely. I think either way, we're looking at a, like a final week, final you know, final week decider. I think I think it will really go down to the wire. I don't think anyone will run away with it. I, I think. It, Unless Man City suddenly find unbeatable form where they're just scoring goals left, right and centre and the robot up front is scoring a hat-trick a game, then I, I, I think it will go all the way down to the wire. Um, which is amazing considering where we started this season, where it was like super team Man City are going to win by a landslide because they've just signed a cyborg. Um, yeah. Well, but, uh, but yeah. Hampton, haven't they, in the, in the camera? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think it will it will eventually filter down to a two horse race. But I genuinely couldn't say who those horses will be at this stage. Obviously, you would, the obvious answer is you and City. But there's every chance United somehow claw themselves in this, the form that they found. It's not impossible that we fall into it, but it's incredibly unlikely. But hey, I'm going to hold on to hope. 
I don't think Liverpool are in it. I don't think Liverpool are out of it. I think I'd be a bit stupid to say no chance because they're actually not that far off anymore. Um, but Chelsea are Chelsea are out. Chelsea are done. Chelsea are um, Chelsea are in full on reset mode. I think. I think the man, the the owner, the way he is, and how flamboyant he is, and how I don't know. I I, I can't I can't describe him without getting cancelled. But um, he's just yeah. I, I think he's he's doomed that football club. Um, he's, he's he's buying players. He's going oh this is a good player. Not actually thinking of the fit into Chelsea's system. They signed a Jao Felix, who's another nine, who's not quite a nine. <laughs> no, I'm telling you right now. He's, He's a foot. He's he's a he's a billionaire who's played football manager twice and been like, oh, why am I doing this? I could just go and do it for real. Let's go do it for real. Why not? Be a laugh. Yeah, fair enough. Um, there was something else I was going to say as well. Other fixtures this weekend: Bournemouth play Brentford. I don't know if this is too early. If Bournemouth lose, I can see Gary O'Neill losing his job. Bournemouth fans have, have snapped with him. They they really have. And the last thing you want when you're a new owner is to lose the fans instantly. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I'd like to see him given time. Like you know, I like the guy. Um, but I, honestly, the the form Brentford are in, I don't I don't see them winning that game anyway. No, no, it will be it will be a big it will be a big ask. Um, Bournemouth have been linked with Dan Juma from Villarreal recently. He's played for them before. That would be a massive. Massive signing for Bournemouth. Dan Juma is far too good for that football club. Um, but even a six-month loan deal would be would be sensational for Bournemouth. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've got too much else to say on this weekend. Keep it keep it brief. Um, yeah, no, we'll keep it brief. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure we'll be back for more. Um, oh yes, there will be the reaction, and obviously, I turned up to the last one less than pleased but it wasn't even the fact that we lost as to why I was annoyed it was the manner in which we... I feel like if you lose this game you lose 2-1 and it's been a sensational game of football you're going to come on and be like fair what can I do like a great game if you lose 3-0 Rob Holding's been sent off and you've given away a stupid penalty like last time it'll be different yeah yeah it was it was a struggle to get you on last time to do this um so don't don't make me out like i'm to like it was a struggle like, it was a struggle to get him on um it came was on a i was feeling it was it, i think it was another struggle i think when you lost to some shite team um it's, it's sometimes yeah, just a little insight it's sometimes a struggle to get you on here you know there's a few unanswered texts that go around where i'm asking like oh when we when we framed here this is totally untrue when when we're recording Dan and it's it goes unanswered for a few hours afterwards just because like just because he's in he's in the grieving process so yeah, you've got under, I've got to understand that but obviously I don't I can predict it now though before the Northampton derby I said to you I was like oh we're not going to win look at this lineup we're now starting we're now got sent off like I know what's coming I'm still trying to get him as a guest by the way still trying, <laughs> still trying. if if we lose this. I, I don't know. It's genuinely, I will regret ever having the idea for this podcast. I will regret ever messaging you. I will regret ever meeting you before the podcast. That's the best bit. That's the best bit about it. You approached me. <laughs> you approached me, Dan, with this idea. You approached me, and it's fantastic. I did it last season. <laughs> Could have laughed at you. <laughs> but hey-ho, here we are. It's a big one. It is a big one, and it, it ruins my week, the North London derby. It really does. Because I'm just in anticipation for it. You've got a rough week coming up. You've got yeah. a rough week coming up. And there's no way 
to hide. If you ruin my birthday, I'm going to murder all of you. Oh uh, um, well. No. Please we'll don't. Please. Um anyway, that's about it. That's about it. I say we will come back and we'll we will react to the derby in detail, more detail than we've previewed it in, but it's late at night and we're tired. Um yeah, we will react, we'll react in detail, we'll react to the Manchester Derby, born with a playing, blah 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 blah. But um but yeah, score prediction, finally. One nil. Oh, you, you okay? I was going to say one nil us. One nil us. Because I like your defense is better than ours, but I feel like you are slightly vulnerable on the counter attack, and that's basically all we've got. Yeah. So I can see. Uh, can I see both? I can see both teams scoring though. Hmm. I'm going to say one nil. I'm going to say one nil. Um, but like a dominant one nil, like. I don't think it will be dominant. No, not like a dominant. Like, like we're we're like we're just dominant the whole time, and you don't even get a sniff. Like, we're more dominant with you than you. Like, we're we're like we have more possession, we have more shots, but we're not. It's not like super dominant. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go with I'll go with one to last. And I have just thought I am going to finish in a second. But the final thing I wanted to mention, I'm not one to sit and moan about like refereeing appointments and anything like that before the game. But hear me out on this one. Craig Pawson has been appointed ref for the North London Derby. Fine, fair enough. And there's there's always things like, was Mike Dean a Spurs fan, blah, blah, blah. But Craig Pawson, on multiple occasions, has sort of shown questionable things. When we scored a last-minute winner against City last season, he was on the touchline, visibly, he goes, oh, when we score, and like turns away and shrugs and looks at like Pep in kind of condolence. And then there was a thing a little while ago as well, where after he refereed UV Man United, and it was a, he had a stinker of a game, really controversial. And he like winked at Arteta after the full-time whistle. I'm not saying there's anything in either of them. But when things like that are out, for your own sake, to protect your own referees, why are you putting him on that game? Yeah, no. Like, yeah, no, you got a point. you got a point there. I, d- I don't get it. Like, And as well, he's not exactly a particularly good ref either when it comes to decision accuracy. So, I mean, I don't get it. To protect him more than anything, because all Spurs fans will do... If, if he's bad, is moan and bring these things back up. So just protect your own referee and don't put him on it. Yep, no, but, I agree. But I don't know. I mean, I hope, I hope he's not, you know, I don't want him to be good for us. I don't want him to be good for you. I just want him to be right. Yeah. But would he be? Probably not. Anyway, thanks for coming on. No worries. Good to be here. Well, um, I'm guessing... I mean, you'll get you'll get a very different sounding podcast depending on mm. how, how Sunday goes. But you yeah, will. thanks for having me. We'll we'll be messaging throughout the game, I'm sure. Um, it's 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 the big one, and it's the point of the podcast, really, isn't it? But thank you for listening. We will see you soon. Goodbye.